objective, constructive, creative, solid Vox. Discover the power of ideas at solidvox.com. You're listening, you're thinking with the biggest, the brainiest blockbusting podcasting network on the planet. And now SolidVox.com brings you Egoist with that sweet, sweet, sweet of greed, Martin Lindeskog, the Egoist himself. Let's cross to Gutenberg, Sweden. Martin Lindeskog, what's on the show? Thanks, Perlis. Uh, today, my, my guest is Scott Holleran uh, from sunny uh, California, United States of America. He's a freelance writer, and uh, that's it. So over to you, Scott. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, we'll just do a quick ad and then uh, bring Scott, uh, connect up with Scott in California. I could while away the hours conferring with the flowers with inspired dialogue and my head I'd be scratching while my thoughts were busy hatching if I only had a blog. Joy, oh joy, guess what? I have got a blog. My very own free, beautiful, easy to use Thinker to Thinker blog. You can visit my blog at protos.thinkertothinker.com and I use my blog my way, to express my opinions, recommend and share useful information, promote and publicize worthy causes, to think out loud and declare my position publicly, to tell the occasional funny story, to criticize and critique, to praise and uphold. But I'm just one of the many thinker-to-thinker blog owners now online. And there's one thing we all have in common. I'll tell you what that is. Every single thinker-to-thinker blog owner is a loud and proud supporter and defender of capitalist ideals. How about you? Do you support capitalism and the free market? You do? Great! Then you should get your very own thinker-to-thinker blog right now. Just visit thinkertothinker.com and sign up now, buddy. We're on the same page. Stop capitalism! I hate capitalism! Down with the bloody bourgeoisie! Ah! Huh? Who's that heckler out there? You don't support capitalism? I hate capitalism! Hey, no problemo. You can also visit thinkertothinker.com. Just follow the link that says, Bugger off, you nihilist idiot. Now, where were we? Show us your thinking and writing prowess. Be a lion, not a mouse. Because it's time to get your blog. Thinkertothinker.com Get blogging now for liberty, creative thinking and capitalism. And we now cross back to Egoist with Martin Lindeskog on the Solid Vox, where capitalism rocks. Thanks, Carlos. That was a very creative ad for your social media tools. I have signed up. So, uh, today I will talk to uh, Scott Holleran. Scott, are you there? Yes, I'm here. It's great to be here and such an energetic advertisement. 
Yeah, uh, nothing like it. The humor so, be here, folks. Because you, you're a real an expert here. Uh, you uh, have been a production assistant at the uh, Leonard Peacock uh, radio show. So maybe you should take over this show. Oh, no, no, I was just an assistant. Uh, you know what you're doing. I've listened to your <laughs> interviews and uh, enjoyed listening to them, and I read your blog, too. Thanks. And uh, talking about that, you have your own site with a blog feature. Could you uh, tell our listeners your URL, your site, and home page? Yes, it's uh, scotthollerin.com, uh, S-C-O-T-T-H-O-L-L-E-R-A-N. And uh, it's, I started it a couple of years ago as a just a professional site to have a place to park some of my backlog and my archived work. I've been a journalist for 18 years, and uh, so I did it a couple of years ago. And then uh, I started the blog about a year ago after several readers really encouraged me to do so. And, um, I've been enjoying it. Great. Yeah, I see that on news and, and announcements on your site there you have a great timeline that you could follow your career and what you have been up to. And that's what we will discuss and talk about today and learn more about Scott Holleran, the freelance writer from Venice, California. Could you uh, mention a bit and uh, discuss something in uh, today's news? Uh, I didn't watch it because of the time difference and other things. It was uh, recently uh, with uh, Oscars. Do you have any take on that? Uh, could you say that it's a glimpse of uh, the state of the world? And for example, I've seen on Facebook uh, discussions on uh, people who want to uh, hear about the review of Grand Torino with uh, uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, well, uh, there are two different subjects there, but uh, I did watch the Oscars, uh, which is, uh, an annually painful experience somewhat. <laughs> it's about four hours long, and in fact, that was my most recent uh, blog entry. Um, yep. And uh, it was, uh, I think it's indicative of the culture, certainly. I'm not sure it says much about this, I don't, uh, the overall state of, of the world or, or the culture, but it I definitely is an indicator. And uh, I think the best picture winner, Slumdog Millionaire, is uh, certainly an indicator. Um, but, I mean, people see movies very differently, and uh, I know many, even objectivists, who really like that picture. Uh, Gran Torino, I thought, was really uh, shafted by the Oscars this year. I thought it was a very well-done movie, and I don't typically like Clint Eastwood's pictures, but I, uh, he wrote and directed it and uh, uh, starred in it. Uh, actually, I'm not sure he, he wrote it. I think he just directed it, and, of course, he starred in it. And uh, I thought it was very compelling and um, well-done for what it is. Uh, and uh, it's definitely a picture worth seeing. I reviewed it on my uh, blog a couple, uh, several weeks ago. Um, definitely worth seeing, and it's, it's thought-provoking. He's very good in it. It's kind of a career capstone for Clint Eastwood. Um, it's not a heroic role, so it's Eastwood as the anti-hero, again, as we're uh, accustomed to. Um, but I definitely think it's a, a thought-provoking picture. The Oscars, uh, I think... Uh, definitely, as Leonard Peikoff has said, uh, are valuable as a celebration of glamour, uh, classic Hollywood, golden age style uh, glamour uh, is what I mean when I say that. And there's some of that. I thought Queen Latifah did a lovely job in her vocal rendition of I'll Be Seeing You. Um, uh, but there are just little 
hints here and there during the four-hour telecast. I thought Hugh Jackman is very talented. He was the host of the Oscars. I thought he did a, a terrific job given the material he had to work with. Um, but overall, um, I, there's definitely a, a nihilism and um, really depraved pictures being celebrated, I think, <laughs> given awards. Uh, so I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of uh, the current state of Hollywood. There are, that said, there are a lot of really good movies being made. I think that are very entertaining, and uh, we tend to paint with a broad brush, and uh, sometimes, and I think one has to be careful not to do that. There are a lot of good pictures being made. Gran Torino is one of them. I thought Frost Nixon was excellent. Uh, Milk, I think, is very compelling. Uh, and uh, my favorite picture of 2008 was uh, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button with Brad Pitt and Kate Blanchett, uh, and I, I thought that was really a a splendid, larger-than-life piece of grand entertainment. Okay. And that's uh, why I uh, read your blog and your movie re- uh, reviews and so on, because I must admit to the listeners, I'm not a movie buff at all. So uh, for me, it's very uh, good to see and uh, listen to uh, people who, who knows uh, the movies and to analyze it. And you could uh, find these uh, golden nuggets uh, the only time recently when, when I watched the Oscars and I was sitting up, it, it was when the documentary on uh, Rand's life. Could you uh, tell uh, us about that? Uh, uh, about the documentary? Yeah. Oh, yes. That was the, I think that was 1998, and the picture is called Ayn Rand, A Sense of Life, uh, written and produced, I think, and directed by Michael Paxton and associate yeah. produced by Jeff Britting, who's also the composer in the picture. It's a very nice score, by the way, yeah. uh, for that motion picture. Uh, wow, where do I begin to talk about that movie? I mean, it's, it's so, if, if you want a good introduction, uh, to Ayn Rand's sense of life, particularly with an emphasis on her, um, her uh, her years in Hollywood in terms of uh, the historical value. Um, that's a very good picture to, to 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 look at. I've watched it several times. Of course, it's narrated by actress Sharon Gless, uh, who was in the television series on CBS Cagney and Lacey, and uh, mm-hmm. she does a beautiful job uh, with her with her narrative. And uh, there's a lot of narration in that in that movie. Um, definitely worth seeing. I know it's on DVD, and there are a lot of extras on the DVD. Uh, and it was nominated for um, the best documentary in, I think, 1997 or 98. I don't remember offhand. And uh, it uh, it has it was a widely respected uh, picture. It was critically well received. It was, I think, uh, widely praised in, in Hollywood. And uh, it's a, it's a good movie. Good, great. Uh, I like this synopsis and it's great uh, coverage. Uh, in the next segment, uh, we'll talk about more about your uh, career, uh, your interviews that you have done with uh, leading people in the movie industry and others. And also, uh, later on uh, during this uh, show, we'll talk about some classical movies and some of your favorites, and I will mention some of mine. So, Protos, time for uh, another ad, I think. Oh, goody, goody. Let me tell you something very scary about robots. There are now factories run almost entirely by robots. 
Yes, real live robots. They build cars. They assemble refrigerators. They mine for precious minerals. There's almost nothing that robots can't do. And what's really scary is that soon we'll have factories run by robots building more robots. If you've seen movies like Terminator or Space Odyssey, you'll know what I mean. Oh yes, you'll know what I mean. But what's even more terrifying than robots building robots is when a domain name sells domain names. This is what it's come to. A dot com that sells dot coms that sells them at prices that are frankly taking over this world. I love Prodos dot com now offers terrifying, deathifying, low, low prices on dot com domains. $9.99 per year? It's like they're screaming at me, man. Buy a domain name. Buy a domain name. Get a dot com. $9.99 per year? For God's sake, what's become of us? Damn you, capitalism! Damn you all! Look at what you've done to my dot-com world! All right, go, go, go to iloveprodos.com for this godforsaken world's cheapest dot-com domains. Shop online at the shop that shouts, we love, C-A-P-I-T-A-L-I-S-M. I love Prodos.com. And we now cross back to do some good in Gutenberg on Egoist with Martin Linderskog on the Solid Vox. Thanks, Prodos. Uh, I think you could compete with GoDaddy's uh, commercials in, in during the Super Bowl ads. They're pretty crazy, are they? That's a compliment, I'm sure. Yeah, it is. So, uh, Scott, uh, uh, talking about uh, your experience as a journalist and an analyst in Hollywood, you have interviewed several top writers, directors, and producers, uh, including the studio executive uh, who bought the rights to Atlas Shrugged. Could you uh, tell us about that? Yes, that was an interesting interview with uh, Michael Burns, who is a, a top uh, executive at Lionsgate, the motion picture studio that bought the rights to uh, Atlas Shrugged a couple of years ago. Um, and that interview uh, I have not indexed on my website yet, uh, but uh, it's in, it's uh, something I'm planning to do. It's I think it's still available on boxofficemojo.com. Um, but uh, it, w- it was interesting. I don't know how, uh, I don't know the current status of that project, but there are plans at Lionsgate to make Atlas Shrugged into a, a motion picture starring Angelina Jolie, who is a fan of the novel and would play Dagny Taggart. Um, of course, it's been an interesting hi- history for the, the adaptation of Atlas Shrugged to the screen over the years. And uh, Lionsgate's project is, uh, I dare say, probably uh, the closest it's come, at least recently, to becoming reality. But it's an ambitious project, of course, and Michael Burns talked about the budget uh, and the plans and seem to have a good, solid grasp of some of the essentials of the novel. Um, 
uh, let the reader judge whether or not it's a, uh, going to be a successful project. Um, but it's definitely some one of the more interesting interviews that that I uh, that I have done. Uh, I, I thought he was a, a very good spokesman for his uh, for his career and his uh, current cause of making Atlas into a picture. He is a fan of the novel. He's read it several times, uh, and he used to work on Wall Street. Uh, Michael Burns did, uh, and he's also a practicing Catholic. So uh, he talks about how he ran into the couple that owned the rights previously to Atlas Shrugged in a Catholic church after Mass, uh, uh, and how they talked and basically agreed to to sell the rights in a you know, after a Catholic Mass, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, uh, he he talks about that. That's interesting. And talking about uh, popes and others, uh, one of my favorite movies that I, during my time in America, saw twice in, in a short period and brought uh, me to the movie set on, uh, and uh, Box of Candy and Chocolate. The movie Chocolate by uh, the Swedish uh, producer, Lasse Hallström. Yes. Uh, I, I know that you have interviewed him several times, and uh, I'm very interested to hear about these interviews and uh, about the movies that he have done. As I said, Shepard is, uh, is one of my favorite, and I know that uh, several individuals like this movie. Yes, it's, uh, well, he's um, one of my favorite, he's my favorite living motion picture director today, uh, and definitely one of my favorite directors of all time. And so I re- repeatedly and persistently requested interviews with him over the years, uh, and was uh, granted several interviews with him on three of his motion pictures. Um, and in one of the interviews, uh, we talked about the wide range of his work throughout his career, from My Life as a Dog, the Swedish picture, which first uh, brought him some acclaim, through Casanova, starring Heath Ledger, the late Heath Ledger, uh, a fine actor, um, in, in 2005. And uh, the interviews we talked about, What's Eating Gilbert Grape with Johnny Depp and Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, and then I conducted another, another interview with Mr. Hallstrom on An Unfinished Life, which is a brilliant movie, uh, which he uh, directed with Robert Redford and Morgan Freeman. Uh, all of these are on DVD. And, of course, Casanova with uh, uh, Heath, Heath Ledger and Jeremy Irons. And... Uh, is he a great director? He really, um, Chocolat, of course, is one of my favorites. Uh, it takes place in a French village and starring Juliette Binoche and also, um, Johnny Depp. And, uh, I know it's Leonard, one of Leonard Peacock's favorite pictures too. I mean, it really affirmed life and it's just, it's just a wonderful movie. I gain something new of value every time I see it. Eventually I'd like to interview Mr. Hallstrom, uh, about each of his motion pictures, because I there isn't really one that I don't like. Uh, they're all very good. Of course, the Cider House Rules uh, with Tobey Maguire and Charlize Theron is one of his uh, more commercially successful pictures. I like that one too. I know there are many people who do not, or at least some uh, objectivists who don't. Um, but he is uh, a very good director. And one of the things that I like about him is he really uh, creates a very strong visual sense in the movie. Uh, I think he has a very good grasp of what it means to put you there, so to speak, in the world that he's recreating, whether it's a cold uh, village on the coast in 
Canada, as he did in the movie called The Shipping News with Judy Dench uh, and Kevin Spacey, or a French village and a chocolate shop in, in the village and how it changes the whole dynamic in this town, this kind of repressed, very Catholic village in Chocolat, or a small town where there's not much happening in the middle of uh, Iowa, as in what's eating Gilbert Grape, or an apple orchard in New England, as he did in the Cider House Rules. You really feel like you're there in the town, or a, a ranch in Wyoming, like in an unfinished life. Um, I mean, in all of those pictures, you can almost smell the the, the sense that there are, and the colors are beautiful, uh, and yet the pictures are very economical in the sense that he's constantly telling you a story, and each scene leads into the next scene. It's, there's sort of a logical progression to his motion pictures. So I think that uh, if you're looking for good art in this culture, in the context of today's culture, uh, these are these are very entertaining movies by Lasse Hallstrom. Wow, great. Uh, could you tell me uh, shortly about some other interviews that you have uh, had that you enjoyed or learned something um, from? I've been very fortunate that I've tried to pursue interviews with uh, artists whose work I have some admiration for. One of my favorites uh, in terms of the scope of his career is Earl Hamner, who created the CBS television drama The Waltons, uh, which was born out of a made-for-television picture called The Homecoming with Patricia Neal, uh, who starred in The Fountainhead. Um, so his name is Earl Hamner, and he created The Waltons and Falcon Crest, a television soap opera on CBS years later. Uh, he also wrote scripts for the Twilight Zone TV show. He wrote the screenplay for Charlotte's Web, the animated version, not the remake. Um, and he's had a very interesting career. Uh, I first became aware of him through the, the Waltons, which I enjoyed uh, as a youth. And uh, my interview with him, which is on my site under interviews, um, is uh, he, he, I think he was 83 when I conducted the interview, and we sat in his office here in Southern California and uh, just talked uh, about about his work. I really enjoyed that because I think one gets a strong sense of what it means to be a, a writer uh, for motion pictures and television uh, from Earl Hamner's thoughts. Uh, I, so I enjoyed that very, very much, and I'm pleased to say that um, he called me an insightful and uh, interesting interviewer, and it was one of his favorite interviews that he's ever done throughout his career. Uh, so I enjoyed I enjoyed that. Frank Marshall uh, is a producer. He produced the Born Identity and the Born Supremacy, all of the Jason Bourne pictures with Matt Damon, and Indiana Jones and several popular p- movies, including The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Uh, also Swing Kids, and he also directed a movie called Eight Below uh, about a group of eight um, dogs in Alaska that are stranded, a movie that I enjoy very much. So I had the pleasure of interviewing Mr. Marshall um, on more than one occasion, but my, the interview that comes to mind is the one about his movie Eight Below, which is a real classic adventure picture, um, perfectly family-friendly uh, and, and very enjoyable. And uh, I think, again, one really gets a strong sense of how a writer and director and producer approaches his subject and creates a motion picture from that interview. So that's one I also enjoyed. Of course, I have interviewed people outside of the motion picture industry. I know we're talking mostly about movies today, but um, but those are three of my favorites, definitely in uh, in the movies. Great. Yeah, I was 
Swing Kids was uh, one uh, one of my favorite movies, and the soundtrack uh, I enjoy very much because I like that oh, yeah. kind of music. I was just listening so, to it while I was driving the other day. It is a very good soundtrack. It holds up pretty well. And the yeah. director of that picture, Thomas Carter, I just interviewed him uh, for an exclusive interview for my site because he directed a cable movie here. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that, that movie, it definitely has merit. Yeah. So, yeah, in uh, our final uh, segment, we'll talk about some classical movies, uh, some of your favorites. And also a bit about box office mojo, and also uh, some of your future uh, projects and ideas, and some ending comments. So, Prodos, now it's time to to you to have an, uh, another ad. Well, you say that trying to sell it now. Yes, you say that with great trepidation. I notice, Martin. But I'm pretty, no, gripped. I'm, I'm quite gripped here by what Scott is talking about. So, <laughs> yes, uh, thanks for that. Uh, just the other day, I was sitting having lunch with my wife in a cafe here in Richmond, a suburb of Melbourne, when some young fellow stops at our table and says very politely to my wife, Excuse me, love, uh, can you spare a buck? A few minutes later, lo and behold, another beggar comes along. Same story. Uh, got a buck you can spare, miss? I was appalled, and I turned to my wife and told her so. I said to her straight out, quoting philosopher Ayn Rand, wealth is the product of man's capacity to think. She spun around her reptilian head and hissed defiantly, also quoting Ayn Rand, money is only a tool. It will take you wherever you wish, but it will not replace you as the driver. Ha! Of course, I struck back swiftly. No one, no one will outrand this boy. Quote, money is the barometer of a society's virtue. Unquote. Oh, you infidel, you hairy, lumpy swine dog, she cried out with one last gasp of objectivist wisdom. Quote, money demands that you sell not your weakness to men's stupidity, but your talent to their reason. Unquote. Darling, 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 I said to her, what are we arguing for? I didn't think we were, she says. Exactly. And here's my point. Why give a beggar a buck when you can give him a book for a buck? A buck for a book? Yes, a book for a buck. If you go to iloveprodos.com and check the online bookshop, you'll find Ayn Rand books for just a buck. Anthem one dollar. The Romantic Manifesto, one dollar. The Fountainhead, just one dollar. Philosophy Who Needs It, one dollar. For the New Intellectual, that's right, one dollar. Don't give these beggars a buck, give the beggars a book. A book for a buck. A book for a book. Soon every beggar in the street will be coming up to you and saying, Excuse me, mate. Can you spare a copy of The Fountainhead? It's only a buck, you know. Go ahead. See for yourself, my friends, at iloveprodos.com. Shop online at the shop that shouts, We love C-A-P-I-T-A-L-I-S-M, iloveprodos.com. 
And let's cross back to that sweet, sweet, sweet of greed, Martin Lindeskog with Egoist at SolidVox.com. Discover the power of ideas. Thanks, Carlos. That was an ad with a twist. So, I'm pretty uh, twisted. But, uh, regarding some uh, top list or some classical movies, uh, one of my favorite is The Winslow Boy. Oh, yeah. Do you have any comment or a short review of that? Well, of course, that's a, a play by Terence Radigan, and uh, I believe it's been adapted twice for motion pictures. I, both, I enjoyed both versions. I think I prefer the older version. Yeah, um, me too, the black and white. But uh, Terence Radigan is one of my favorite writers. Uh, I just uh, studied one of his plays at a con- uh, con- uh, the Objectivist Conference with Lisa Van Dam, which was a real pleasure. Uh, and... Uh, the Winslow Boys, one of them, uh, the Browning version is the play that I studied. Also very good. Also has been adapted for for movies. And uh, there's a, there are films by Terence Radigan that aren't, uh, which I enjoy very much. Uh, just about all of them that are not on DVD. The one that comes to mind, and it's not a great film, but uh, there are romantic aspects to it that I just think are so well done. It's a picture called The Yellow Rolls Royce, made in 1965. And it's a series of vignettes in full color. It was a grand production, and it did very well commercially uh, with Alan Delon and Shirley MacLaine uh, and uh, George C. Scott, Art Carney, Ingrid Bergman, Omar Sharif uh, in various vignettes um, that are just really interesting. Rex Harrison is in it, Jean Moreau, the French actress. Um, and it's about various people who own this gorgeous yellow Rolls Royce and how owning the vehicle changes their lives in, in certain ways. Uh, there's a war revolutionary, there's a ga- an American gangster and his girlfriend who falls in love with a French uh, playboy. Very interesting picture with a screenplay by uh, Terence Radigan. He did another picture with Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton called The VIPs, uh, which I think is on DVD. Uh, but I don't think the Yellow Rolls Royce is, so you'll have to search for that one on Laserdisc or VHS if it's uh, if it's on that. Um, and of course, I I like you asked about classic pictures. I definitely I love Casablanca. I think that's one of the greatest movies ever made. Gone with the Wind is one of my favorites. Those are some more obvious choices. Um, but virtually, you know, many of the pictures by Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, Rear Window comes to mind as one of my favorites. To Catch a Thief. Um, of course, you know, most of his movies are very well done. Uh, the Birds and Psycho, not among my favorite Hitchcock pictures, although there's interesting works there, too. I just saw a screening of The Birds with Tippi Hedren uh, during a, a question-and-answer period with Robert Osborne, and that was interesting. Uh, and uh, Howard Hawks probably is my favorite director. Uh, he directed Rio Bravo with John Wayne and Dean Martin. Uh, excellent motion picture. Uh, really uh, about heroism uh, and friendship. And uh, bringing up Baby, of course, with Catherine Hepburn, one of my favorite actresses. Uh, another Howard Hawks movie that hasn't really uh, quite gotten its due, as far as I'm concerned, is Red River. I reviewed that on my site, if anyone's interested. Um, and I had the pleasure of hosting a, a screening of Red River uh, at the Newport Beach Film Festival last year, uh, which I enjoyed very much. Uh, and uh, uh, so I, I think Howard Hawks is a, definitely one of the, probably the, my favorite director, but definitely one of the best uh, directors. Um, Barbara Stanwyck pictures I've been taking a look at again recently. 
and, and many of them are just outstanding. And she's often better than the, than the movie that she's in. Um, but there are a lot of great Stanwyck pictures. Executive Suite comes to mind, um, The Furies, uh, and of course, uh, you know, uh, Double Indemnity, <laughs> uh, where she plays the, cat, the classic femme fatale. Uh, I mean, there are just a lot of great classic pictures out there. And when it comes to my favorite movies, you know, most of them tend to have been made many, many years ago. Although they're, they're still making some, some good movies, um, but not as many. Okay. That's great. Could you repeat uh, your site URL again and where they could find the uh, movie reviews and interviews and uh, about music and other things? Well, it's a pretty simple site to use. It doesn't have a lot of flash. And, uh, so there, um, it's a pretty content-driven site. Um, it's called scotthollerin.com. That's the URL, S-C-O-T-T-H-O-L-L-E-R-A-N. Dot com and there's an index under writings that brings up various subjects music movies interviews news and ideas etc uh, for anyone who's interested and there's a tab for my blog as well and I have some reviews of pictures such as Slumdog Millionaire uh, which I did not care for uh, and Gran Torino which are contained in the blog not as separate reviews um, I try to write separate reviews for pictures that uh, I think you know I've got something interesting to say about uh, that really merits, you know, more attention. Um, and uh, I'm thinking of um, expanding on, on some of the site features, but I've been doing it mostly just uh, uh, for, for the readers that are interested in what I have to say. Great. Uh, besides your uh, uh, site, uh, I know I went several times to Box Office Mojo. Could you quickly... Uh, uh, Talk about that because you you have been there for several years as a partner, writer, and editor, and uh, you could talk about that uh, very quickly. And then at the end uh, we will talk about your future projects and also what what you are doing and right been, now as a studies. Sure, I've been a newspaper journalist for most of my career, and uh, I had been uh, sort of dragged to the web to <laughs> writing for the web. And uh, very reluctantly, uh, um, and Box Office Mojo asked me to begin writing movie reviews for them, and I became a, an editor and a partner. I was there for six and a half years. It was a great experience. They were so good about uh, granting me the autonomy to write about what I wanted to. And then we sold the site last summer to uh, the Internet Movie Database, uh, so, which is a, a very a lot of possibilities there. So I wish them all well, and, um, and but it was a good jumping off point for me. Uh, to pursue some other projects and opportunities, nothing that I am ready to talk about yet. Um, and uh, that's what I've been doing uh, since since we sold the site. Uh, I decided to apply to the Objectivist Academic Center, and I'm happy to say I was accepted. And, uh, getting through my first year, uh, currently in the writing class, which is uh, very informative, I'm getting a lot out of that. And I take small writing projects. I'm always interested in new opportunities. Uh, and uh, pursuing some other projects, like I said, that I'm not prepared to talk about yet, but keep following my site, keep checking my blog. Great. Uh, good to hear, and good prom- premises with your studies, and uh, hopefully we'll talk soon again. I look so forward that's... to it, and uh, I thank you for all of uh, your good work. I enjoy uh, keeping up with what people are doing and, and reading your thoughts on your blog, Egoist, uh, because uh, there's uh, a, a lot more of that that, that uh, needs to be out there. 
we need it right now, and uh, you're providing it. So thank you for for that. Thank you very much. So Protos, do you have any uh, things to say at the end? Well, uh, we're at the end, are we? Jeez, how sad. I was really getting into that, and uh, I can't wait to go to scottholleran.com. That's Scott, S-C-O-T-T, Holleran, H-O-L-L-E-R-A-N, scottholleran.com. Uh, lots of fantastic content. I noticed that Scott said that the site is content-driven. I like that term. Uh, no sort of flashy stuff, just, just the meat, the actual ideas. Well, you've been listening to Egoist on SolidVox.com where you discover the power of ideas. Our special guest has been Scott Holleran from scottholleran.com, a man of many talents, and you can get a sample of that talent at scottholleran.com. Martin Linderskog, Martin, how do you, how do you say your surname in, in Swedish? Because I notice you pronounce it in a very funny way. <laughs> Come on. Linderskog in Swedish. But L- I say Linderskog, I like that. It's so in cute. English, Linderskog. That's so cute. It's Linewood in, uh, if you translate it. Uh, Linewood, okay. All Linewood, right. like well, the forest and, uh, nice. and, and the tree. I see. Okay, well, nice being online with Linewood. <laughs> Thanks, Scott Holland. Thank you, Martin Linderskog. Thank you, Prado. TheSolidVox.com. Thanks, Prado.